welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best school friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And uh, if you've been around Ghoul's Night In for a bit, you probably know that Penny and I both have kind of a a special interest when it comes to cryptozoology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am particularly fond of a couple of different cryptids, and you all probably remember me getting fully geeked out during Penny's uh, Weird Wisconsin episode where we talked about <laughs> the, the hodag. Oh, I love that hodag. And how my my love affair spiraled uh, for the coming weeks. Uh, do you do you have a, a favorite cryptid, Penny? Is it Mr. Hodag? Ooh, yeah, I mean, the hodag is my my hometown cryptid. Um, I would say I feel like it's so it's so uh, popular these days to be a Mothman fan. R.I.P. me, because that's what we're talking about <laughs> Heck today. Yes, I, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I I feel like he's so popular now, but he's still a cool dude. He, I just have big love for my boy Mothman. I really do. Uh, I did want to mention real quick at the top of this: if you are also a a cryptid person, we have some lovely friends, uh, Eric and Chelsea, who run a, another podcast called Sips and Spirits. And they do really fun episodes uh, called Cryptid in a Cocktail, where they will talk about different cryptids and do a cocktail like based on the cryptid they're talking about. Uh, they have not done Mothman yet, but I'm sure they will at some point. Uh, but yeah, if you're a cryptid lover, check that out because it's really fun. And I freaking love anything cryptid related. <laughs> and cocktail related. And cocktail related. The best related. of both worlds. You're getting to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, today I want to talk about Mothman and his kind of origin story. Uh, but first, what is Mothman? I'm so glad you asked. I would love to tell you. Mm. Uh, Mothman is a creature that is most often described as a large brown kind of shadowy humanoid type figure with massive wings and glowing red eyes. And he was reportedly seen in Point Pleasant, West Virginia area uh, from ni- uh, well November 1966 through December 1967. Uh, it was kind of the, the height of the Mothman sighting craze. So uh, a bit of history about the sightings. The first recorded sighting of him was in 1966 when a group of gravediggers said that they saw a huge winged man in the trees hopping from branch to branch. Mm, Like you do. (laughs) Which is a really funny mental image in my head, but it was probably scary. (laughs) (laughs) Scary Uh, in the moment. Right. Uh, And then uh, a couple days later... In Point Pleasant, uh, two couples came to police and said that they had spotted a 10-foot wingspanned figure with glowing red eyes standing in front of a car that they were all sitting in. And uh, they were reportedly driving around what is labeled as the TNT area, which we'll get into a bit more later. Um, but the first newspaper report that mentions the the, the critter, which uh, I'll tell you now, a, a theme of this episode is going to be just incredible journalism where article titles are concerned. <laughs> uh, but so the, the the this first one in 1966 that is published in the Point Pleasant Register uh, 
uh, dated November 16. The title of the article is <laughs> Couples See Man-Sized Bird dot 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 creature dot 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 something. <laughs> there what more do you have to say uh, yeah there you have it that's the whole the whole thing um but yeah so i mean the, these sightings happened within a few days of each other and uh the the gravedigger sighting had not been like widely reported so then at this point there's starting to be kind of a, a corroboration of stories right um, and that started a sort of mass hysteria in the West Virginia region here um, near Point Pleasant, which is pretty um, northern West Virginia and a very, very small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone in this area, a bunch of people start claiming that they've seen this bird human creature uh, and there were claims that he could fly up to 100 miles per hour. What? That's <laughs> extremely fast. It's a, he's a fast boy. Uh, and this is my favorite part. Almost all witnesses corroborated the story that he was incredibly clumsy on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, bud. <laughs> sorry, bud. So they were like, he's super fast at flying. But the, like the two couples that were in the car together that spotted him said he kind of like fumbled away and like stumbled. <laughs> he couldn't run. So uh, that makes me love him all the more that he's a little like slapstick comedian. So then uh, the the probably the most widely used sighting story uh, is a man that was in uh, Salem, West Virginia, and he had a report that his TV one night got like staticky, started buzzing, was showing all these like strange patterns in the in the static um, shortly before he heard a noise outside and saw a shadowy figure standing at his window so he went out to check it out and when he turned a flashlight on it the eyes glowed red like his words quote bicycle reflectors okay uh and then the reason people like to use this story is because also this man then claimed that after this sighting he never saw his dog again oh so it is um believed that mothman (laughs) mothman crunch a dog took this man's dog i like to think that mothman was just lonely and he is somewhere with a with a little pet baxter (laughs) somewhere i like that better uh but then following this yeah the, the gettysburg times reported eight additional sightings in a short span of three days after the first claims um and another article that I just want to give a, a noteworthy journalism award uh, here from the, once again, from the Point Pleasant Register. So the, the journalists here are, are killing it. <laughs> uh, November 25th, 1966, the article is titled, Oh, that bird. It was seen again. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bird. I like, I like that this newspaper is just like chatting with us. They're like, <laughs> They're like we saw a it. big bird. Something. Ah, remember that bird? It's bad. Ah, that dang bird. Bird is the word. Uh, yeah, they're just, I think they're dazed and confused. But yeah, this was, this article uh, was the first documenting of a daytime sighting of Mothman. Mm. Uh, about 10 days after the multiple nighttime 
sightings that occurred. So this is where it turns kind of conspiracy theory weird, which, you know, I love. Not that we weren't already a conspiracy theory with, you know, a, a, a giant brown mothman. <laughs> Uh, but about a year after all these sightings occur, it, 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 he continues to be seen around this area for the majority of the year between November of 66 and December of 67. Uh, and then in December of 67, there was a, uh, a tragedy in Point Pleasant again. Mm that is the uh the silver bridge collapse uh, as a bridge that you know went over the ohio river uh, it was full of traffic that day and due to the bridge being very very old <laughs> um, and not really made to withstand modern car weights and you know just also not being built with the this is the best materials and whatnot um collapsed into the river and mm-hmm. 46 people died um that at the time was the largest bridge related incident in america that as far as um number of people that were lost in it and because of that it was obviously pretty uh pretty covered by the media and because this was the second time within a year that point pleasant had been the subject of a nationwide media spree the town kind of starts to get this mark as being paranormal or cursed. Mm-hmm. Uh, people start kind of tying strings together very loosely <laughs> <laughs> that the bridge collapse was somehow related to the sightings of Mothman leading up to it. Uh, this gets furthered by an author by the name of John Keel who publishes a book in 1975. This is probably uh, what a lot of people are familiar with, which is the Mothman Prophecies. Um, Started as a book and then later was turned into a film in 2002, which I think a lot of people uh, our age probably remember that movie coming out. (laughs) Uh, Richard Gere puts on just a a great performance. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically, uh, Keel, the author of the book, kind of, sets up this precedent that Mothman is a uh, an omen of tragedy to come and that people see him before some kind of crazy paranormal or you know tragedy incident occurs Uh, and then people throughout history then start kind of (laughs) tying Mothman to like things like Chernobyl (laughs) (laughs) you know, casual. So, uh, but then as far as sightings go, they mostly die out after the late 1960s. Uh, after the bridge collapse in Point Pleasant, no one really claimed to see him again, and which is why people believed like, oh, he was here to tell us this terrible thing was going to happen, and then it happened, and he left. Um, but every so often, there are still some sightings that emerge. There was, uh, in 2016, a man who had just moved to Point Pleasant who spotted a creature jumping from tree to tree outside his window. And he uh, told local reporters and people that he was somehow unaware of Mothman. Which <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. Um, but he said, yeah, he had no idea about the legend or anything until he spotted Mothman himself. Uh, and then... 
according to the University of Chicago, there were 55 sightings of Mothman in the Chicago area during 2017. What, <laughs> what you doing over there, Mothman? Uh, which, yeah, he that's kind of the furthest point that he's been documented. Uh, well, I mean, people have claimed to see him yeah. all over the place. But as far as, like, um, large saturation of sightings, Chicago is kind of the furthest point out from West Virginia that he has been spent quote spotted <laughs> so uh now i want to talk a bit about what what could actually be happening yes tell me uh, tell me the theories the theories of what mothman is uh this is actually really interesting i did not know this pre-researching this episode so apparently the the best theory of what they believe is that um mothman is a sandhill crane mm. um, which i guess is a a migratory bird that travels from Canada to the southern United States in the winter. And they look very much like the description of Mothman. They're kind of mm-hmm. a brownish gray bird. They're like five feet tall. They have huge wingspans and they have red patches around their eyes. Oh. Um, so this is kind of widely believed to be what people were seeing. Um, they typically though here's where it's like "Mm." they don't typically go (laughs) where like in west virginia that this wouldn't be a typical migration pattern for them um but then there's like uh, there's more to this theory (laughs) (laughs) um i well i mean i'll I'm debating if I'm going to go. Here's my thing. (laughs) I know the mind plays tricks on people when they get spooked and Mm -hmm. that like his mass hysteria and like mob mentality is very much a thing. Right. However, I find it really hard to believe that people would mistake a crane body for a full blown man. I don't know. (laughs) Like cranes have such tiny little legs. They do some like i was thinking when we were talking about this i'm like some birds are just like when you see a bird that's really big up close you're like hot damn this is way bigger than i thought birds could be i guess that's true i've never yeah i mean other than like a peacock at the zoo i've never been that close to a big big bird so maybe i guess it is five feet tall that's a pretty big stinking bird and i feel like you you might be distracted by like the wings and you're like ah shit You're not like, what size are your legs? Well, yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm going to shout the next time I see a bird. (laughs) What size are your legs? Uh, But so here's where it it gets more interesting. Uh, Mm. Some people believed that maybe this crane, if that's what people are seeing, was mutated or deformed because of the tnt area remember Mm -hmm. foreshadowing oh um so in point pleasant there are a lot of like world war ii manufacturing bunkers in this area that were used to create ammunition during that time and people have suggested that these bunkers were like leaking toxic materials into the neighboring wildlife preserve and that it could have affected how different animals uh, developed so there's 
theories that there's a, a mutant crane. <laughs> I was say, is he a, a teenage mutant ninja crane? <laughs> uh, which I guess, like, in theory, if that was the case, and then it, you know, it stopped being sighted after about a year, if an animal was, like, deformed in a way that would prevent it from living. Yeah. The, the best it could it would you know not make it very long so it's not a bad theory i think it makes sense um what i did kind of think was like fun not fun <laughs> <laughs> but like interesting um it's like i said because of the the bridge incident and multiple people kind of tying these threads together um Mothman became this kind of what uh, his visitations were like a prediction that tragedy was coming right mm. and cranes and herons as birds in a lot of cultures are thought of as being like harbingers of good fortune and luck mm. and so I think it's funny that Mothman's like the anti-crane yeah. like, <laughs> like he's the harbinger of, of death and misfortune um but I, I do think that, like, is kind of a an interesting tie-in. Yeah. So, Mothman today. Uh, this, this is funny. So, Point Pleasant uh, obviously starts then, like, later, much later, once the, you know, wake of the tragedy has settled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they erected a 12-foot-tall chrome statue of Mothman. Yes, I was going to say, I'm like... I- this whole time I'm like, they have a statue of Mothman now, don't <laughs> yeah, they? they do. <laughs> they sure do. A big boy. Yeah, 12 foot tall uh, with, with bright red eyes. And uh, it's in front of the Mothman Museum in Point Pleasant. And they have a festival every year now Heck that yeah. began in 2002 when the film version of Mothman Prophecies was released. And they do it every september to like commemorate the mothman sightings which is <laughs> so so cute um the events of the festival include a mothman 5k and a mothman nighttime hayride to the tnt area <laughs> i feel like i feel like the 5k is kind of rude considering that he is notably <laughs> bad on I, his feet that's why i included it <laughs> It made me laugh. I, I, I was hoping when I saw the title that it was going to be like a Krampus parade situation where it would uh, be like a lot of people dressed as Mothman running clumsily. Running poorly. That would be amazing. I was hoping, but then I remembered that people aren't as fun as I want them to be. And it's no. a bunch of white chads and sweatbands. <laughs> really bummed out. Uh, this is my official petition to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, to begin the Mothman 5K, where or like a three-legged race, so they can't run oh, well. Yeah, that would be like, good. But they have to be dressed as Mothman, and they they can't do a good job. I Not mean, it only rules. it only takes one person to sign up for this 5K and do it. <laughs> do it that way. <laughs> do it in character as Mothman. I encourage this uh, to any of our our listeners who are attending Mothman Fest. What I'm hearing, Penny, is that you and I are taking a trip to West Virginia on September 17th this year. I won't even have to pretend to be bad at running. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) It'll be perfect. We're the perfect candidates. There you go. Uh, Another little juicy tidbit. If you go to the Mothman Festival website, they have something called the Mothcam. 
and you can watch a 24 hour a day live stream of the Mothman statue. (laughs) (laughs) I watched it for about 15 minutes yesterday. (laughs) Did he do anything? He did not, but it is fun to watch people like come up to it and be like, uh, kind of taken aback by its presence it's a big freaking statue yeah and i okay maybe this is an inappropriate question to ask but i feel like i remember from looking at it that it's got it's got some cakes i don't i don't know i haven't i i the the maybe that's why the uh the moth cam is a side profile view (laughs) yeah i feel like i remember some like watching someone who went there and they were just like there's a booty on this mothman statue Hold on. I have to know now. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. literally the <laughs> <laughs> It's the it's the lead image that comes up when you Google Mothman statue. That's so funny. Yeah, he's he's got gams. He's ripped. <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to to foretell some tragedy with some some clapping cheeks. He also looks like he has like chest hair (laughs) and like dreads like he's got a little bit of like an alien yeah vibe interesting yeah he's i do find it interesting the the statue is not really the traditional depiction of mothman Mm -hmm. that we see like so often which speaking of which he's still pretty prevalent in pop culture uh nowadays he had his own episode of unsolved mysteries penny yes i was like i've seen him on unsolved mysteries <laughs> i remember robert stack telling us very seriously about this bridge collapse <laughs> uh he has appeared in a lot of video games like fallout and the witcher and uh of course a lot of artists and makers give us really great mothman merch year round yes I have a, a very cute Mothman plushie from Emmon Sprout that is one of my favorite things I have ever purchased. <laughs> do you have any Mothman memorabilia? Ooh, I don't think I do currently. Um, I have I have a cryptid zine that has Mothman in it. A cryptid um, zine? Mm-hmm. Say more words. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a cool little um you know, a, a casual art zine put together by an artist that's ha- like Cryptids of America, I think. Um, I'll have to grab it off my bookshelf and take a look, but I'm pretty sure Mothman is in there. I got it as like a a bonus along with, I think I bought an art print from someone and got oh this. Either gosh. that or it was a gift. That's Obviously, fun. people are like, hmm, Cryptids, Penny, here we go. <laughs> but there are there are so many cute things or i feel like i've been seeing a lot of mothman tattoos recently oh really like um on on tiktok especially i feel like he's extremely popular and i i do still constantly get um there's the tiktok audio that's someone singing mothman to the tomb of um young man from ymca <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i mothman. still think of that a lot i'm just like mothman <laughs> <laughs> i have uh uh, very for quite i would say three years now i have been wanting to do like a, a pinup mothman oh that'd be cosplay. so cute. um so maybe that maybe maybe now's the time <laughs> and i can your, this is your I can, year mid i can really show my cheeks because apparently that's yeah. canon um <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is 
all that I have to share about Mothman today. Uh, please, if you are a listener who happens to be from West Virginia and you, you know, grew up in the Mothman territory, let us know. Because uh, if if we if you have any, you know, local stories or personal sightings, we would love to know about it. And uh, you can let us know about that over on Instagram. If you are not already following us, you can follow us over there on uh, on Ghoul's Night <laughs> on Ghoul's Night In uh, at Ghoul's Night In Pod. And uh, if you would like to, and you are liking this podcast, which we hope you are, you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That really helps us know that we're doing a good job and helps us get new listeners to the podcast. So we really appreciate y'all spreading the word and uh, leaving us those reviews so we can hopefully read them live right here on the air. Yes. Give us validation. (laughs) We need it. You have to uh, tell us you believe in us. Otherwise we're just cryptids ourselves. Mm -hmm. So true. (laughs) So true. Well, and if you are uh, looking for me, you can find me across all platforms at Midge Munster. And you can find me at Penny Snark. And until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.